Good morning. Peace be with you. It's funny. I, um, Laurel and John, you guys are sitting on the wrong side of the church. You, you, you never sit over there. <laughs> it threw me off for a second there. Oh. Well, hi. How are you? You were visiting Papa? Yeah, yay. Good to see you, little one. I have your pictures in my uh, office, you and your sister that you've drawn. And, and there, oh, there she is. Yay. Yay. I love it. All right, we can get started now. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Please open up your uh, bulletins. We have some announcements and um, like to uh, draw your attention to them. Um, first of all, in this, the, the backpacks, uh, would you please uh, read this and consider this? This is, uh, uh, we have our own missionary here, Jewel. <laughs> what the other guy look like? You got your arm in a sling. Oh, brother. Oh, we'll be praying for that, for healing. Um, but Jewel works with um, kids that, I, I, is it wrong to say at risk? Perfect, at risk. Okay, these are people that don't live in a beaver, cleaver, you know, June and Ward, cleaver kind of a thing. These kids have it rough, if they have a home at all. And so, um, Jewel, uh, our uh, missionary, if you will, God has put her exactly where he wants her. And she has responded, and she has done some beautiful work and has transformed lives just by sharing her love of, um, of Christ uh, and her love of um, his people, his little ones, especially the ones that we might say least of these. And one of the tangible ways that we can be a church that is the hands and feet of Jesus, even though our hands and our feet and our knees and our shoulders and everything else are getting tired, we can help make an impact through missionaries like Joel. And so I really am passionate about this, and I pray that you could um, uh, donate for this, um, that we can get 84 of these backpacks filled up for these kids that have so little. And now I'll go off on another rant here, but isn't it possible that um, if they don't have the ability to learn, they don't have the tools, I mean, pencils, papers, and that stuff, that that cycle may go on and on and on? And, and isn't it possible that even though they do get these things, they may not put it to their best use? But what if just one or two or ten come through this because of a gift a love offering from you today. Think about what that and how that might change this world and this country in a very positive way. All right, I already have my collar on. I can't turn it back around, but I am preaching on that. So please consider that. Um, that is important to me and to Jewel and I think also to you and I know to the Father. Going through the list, um, you can read this. I would like for you to stop at the um, a gift of thanks to RLC. We have a member that would like to honor the veterans um, that have served and also honor this church for being a home to her. 
And I would like also to remind you that it was, I was reminded that this is next uh, Sunday, invite a veteran. If you have one next door or in your community that you know, invite him or her and say, guess what? You want to be, we want to honor you at the church. And um, please, please do make sure that you have time to stay after um, the service. We will have a Thanksgiving dinner, and there is a sign-up form um, out there on the table. It will be um, during daylight, right? So it'll, you know, a little afternoon we'll get started and, and have all the fixings. But I need to know who can come. And all are welcome. And um, it was a lot of fun last year. You know, we, we had a nice time and good food, good eats, and um, we even invited a few people that were walking down the street that had no place to go. It was a lot of fun, so I invite you to, to come, and please sign up um, so it's not a big surprise, but surprises are nice, too. And the ladies' Advent party, mark your calendars for that. That is going to be December the 6th. And then also I want to um, direct your attention to the council meeting which is the second Saturday of every month at 9.30. Um, In the computer world, we have a thing called cut and paste, and it's really nifty. But sometimes cutting and pasting results in, please don't, in other words, don't come on the 13th, as it says on there, because that's not Saturday, that's Wednesday. Please come on the 10th. And, um, And if anyone has a problem, with the fact that the date was wrong, then see me because I'll let you do the bulletins. Okay, um, I am that's tongue pressed against my cheek, and today also we will be after our opening hymn celebrating the saints that have gone before us with um, these roses. And so, um, do I have a helper with that? Okay. Super. And do we have a, okay, so just do your thing, Pastor. Let us stand and let us sing as unto the Lord our opening hymn is love divine, all loves excelling.
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We have an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. Today, we remember members of this congregation, along with the Christian friends and relatives whom our Heavenly Father has called out of this life during the past year. We remember them, and we thank God for the gifts that he has given us through them. And now we name them Sue Borkart, Dale Norden, Terry Ann Richards, Circa Salma, Wayne Levine. Bill Tubiola, Robert Mac McCray, Arwen Beck, John Sconsing, Marsha May. Anna Carey, Dr. Duke Swan Wynn, Zahara Norudi, Brenda Parks, Bernice Connitz, George Connitz, Richard Odell, Ron Cox, Jane Deerdorf, Gary DeMeyer. Ron Burkhart, Bob Saunders, Nelda McDonald, and all of those not mentioned here, but are dear in our hearts. Let us pray. God, our Father, throughout the history of the church, you have stood by all of your saints. Stay with us this day and every day for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, crucified, dead, risen, ascended, living, and reigning with you and the Holy Spirit, 
one God, now and forever. Amen. We do come together this morning in this holy house in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open and all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us, but it's our sins. God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us confess our sins to God, our Father, most merciful God. We confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Now here's the good news. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you. And for his sake, he forgives you all of your sins. And as your called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, For the well-being of the church of God and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Lord. 
This is the feast of victory for our God. Alleluia. He is Christ, the Lamb who was slain, whose blood set us free to be people of God. Power and riches and wisdom The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you knit together your faithful people of all times and places into one holy communion, the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant us so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that, together with them, we may come to unspeakable joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning. The first reading this morning is from Revelation chapter 7, verses 2 and 17, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1921. Revelation chapter 7, verses 2 and 17. Then I saw another angel coming up from the east, having the seal of the living God. He called out in a loud voice to the four angels who had been given power to harm the land and the sea. Do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of our God. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. From the tribe of Judah, 12,000 were sealed. From the tribe of Reuben, 12,000. From the tribe of Gad, 12,000. From the tribe of Asher, 12,000. From the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000. From the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000. From the tribe of Simeon, 12,000. 
from the tribe of Levi, 12,000, from the tribe of Issachar, 12,000, from the the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000, from the tribe of Joseph, 12,000, from the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000. After this, I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, Who are they, and where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. And he said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them, nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to the springs of living water. We will read Psalm 149 responsively, which is printed in your bulletin. Psalm 149. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise in the assembly of his faithful people. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the people of Zion be glad in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. Let his faithful people rejoice in this honor and sing for joy on their beds. May the praise of God be in their mouths and a double-edged sword in their hands to inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with fetters, their nobles with shackles of iron, to carry out the sentence written against them. This is the glory of all his faithful people. Praise the Lord. The third reading is from 1 John chapters 3, verses 1 through 3, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1900. 1 John chapters 3, verses 1 through 3. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, what we should be called the children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we shall know that when Christ appears, 
we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. Here ends the reading. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel reading this morning is Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 12, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1501. Glory to you, O Lord. Matthew 5, verses 1 through 12. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside, and he sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad Because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth And the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Matthew 5, verse 1 says, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountainside and he sat down. And his disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. Them, the disciples, not them, the crowd. Now, the crowd was over listening, overhearing, just like we are when we read Scripture. But he was there teaching 
his disciples. And the, the, the crowds uh, throughout his ministry, I've said this before and, and, I, and I believe this to be true, some were, were followers, but more of them were fans. And there's a difference. He did some really neat stuff, miracles. So they were fans. But when he asked hard questions or when there was no more food to be had or maybe they needed to go home and, as one said, well, let me go bury my, my family first, my father. When it really meant something, then they, they left. And one of the things that I love is prior to us uh, coming up and hearing the gospel, we have the words of Peter saying, Lord, where shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Because he asked that of his disciples. You guys going to split too? He didn't say split, but are you guys going to leave? You going to bail? You going to bolt? You going to get out of here? And no, the 12, they stayed. The purpose of this sermon was to give the believers a better understanding of a God-pleasing life. The purpose of this sermon is to give the believers a better understanding of a God-pleasing life. We know that this sermon on the mount is one of the most famous sermons of all and likely the most misunderstood. When we read it, it reads like a checklist. Um, the unbeliever is likely to interpret Jesus' words as a prescription. What must I do to inherit? <clears throat> Remember that? We heard of the, the wealthy young man. What must I do to inherit? And, and I've asked this question, what can you do to inherit? Is there anything you can do to inherit anything? No, you're either in or you're not. Okay. The words as a prescription for making oneself righteous and earning a place in the kingdom of God. So if I hear this and I do this and I make myself righteous, can I make myself righteous? Can you make yourself righteous? Mm-mm. Darn it. If we could, there wouldn't be a need for a Savior, would there? So hear me, church, and the people that are listening at home on this through a podcast. This is not a checklist. This is not a to-do list. Rather, the Beatitude statements are a statement of blessing. Uh, pastor, you might ask, did you, did you hear what you said? Those don't sound like blessings to me. But they are. They serve as an introduction to his sermon. And that is that they tell us how we already are blessed. They describe the blessings that the children of God are already experiencing already have been given the blessings that belong to those who believe so we know that all believers <coughs> excuse me 
<clears throat> excuse me again. We know that all believers are poor in spirit. All believers mourn. All believers are meek. All believers hunger and thirst for righteousness. All believers are merciful. All believers are pure in heart. All believers are peacemakers. All believers will be persecuted because of righteousness. Really? Did I just hear you right, Pastor? Did you say all are merciful? Did you just say all are peacemakers, all are pure in heart? Well, here's, uh, here's, here's what we've got to confess. We've got to confess that we possess these characteristics only in a limited extent. Can I get an amen there? We need to realize that because of our flesh, we limit the blessings that are there for us, that are already given to us. How? Well, I'm glad you asked that. When we see blessed are the poor in spirit, we know that Christ came, he said so in Isaiah, he said, I came to bind up the poor and the brokenhearted. That's why he came, to rescue those that needed to be rescued. We know that Christ came to comfort those who mourn. Now the ones that mourn aren't just mourning for things that maybe we may be mourning today. We mourn at the loss. That's actually not the correct word, but we mourn at the passing of those we love and who we name today. And those who weren't named today but have gone before us, we mourn the fact that they aren't here with us in the here and now. But that's not what we're talking about on the morning, at least not what Jesus was talking about. He was talking about, blessed are those who mourn, those who express sorrow for sin. Uh-oh. I'm not walking so well in that. Certainly I know I'm a sinner, but there's some sins I'm not all that sorry for. I should be. How about you? I'll give you an example. Yeah, well, they cut me off. Yeah, well, they deserved it. Yeah, well, at least I didn't do fill in the blank. Blessed are the meek. The meek, they're gentle, not boisterous. The meek are the ones that turn the other cheek. Uh-oh. The meek are the ones that endure mistreatment without retaliation. How are you doing in that today, Christian, or in the past? You're asking me, I have to admit to you, not so well sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I, I even surprise myself what I can endure. 
But more times than not, I got to go back to the first one, the poor in spirit and the ones who mourn. And, and I mourn over my inability um, to avoid and or be sorry for sin because if I was truly sorry for it, I wouldn't do it. Flesh. Blessed are the ones who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They use the means of grace. Through word and sacrament. When was the last time you opened your Bible before this morning? Not a test, but you know the answer. How many minutes did you spend reading God's word? Did you, were you thirsty for God's word this, this week? Let me change it this way. If you have a TV, how many minutes did you watch uh, of news? If you have internet, how many minutes did you spend in social media? Ouch. thought you were going to talk about blessing. Well, I am. I'm getting there. Blessed are the, the merciful. I'm merciful. <laughs> well, let's talk about that again. Ask, the merciful asks, what does the less fortunate need? Not, what does the less fortunate deserve? Merciful. Get a job, loser. What do you need? Not what you deserve. Blessed are the pure in heart. I'm not doing so good on this test. Uh, I don't know how you're doing, but I, again, we're not going to collect paper after this. But blessed are the pure in heart. The pure of heart have no ulterior motives in anything that they do. Jesus pointed out a man named Nathaniel. Do you remember him? He said of him, Nathaniel, a true Israelite in whom Nothing is false. How you doing there, Christian? Is there anything false in you? Blessed are the peacemakers. Safe to say, <laughs> failed all those other ones above that. I fail at this one sometimes too. Sometimes I have moments. Where I'm a peacemaker. Other times, not so much. But the peacemaker is this, my friends. And peacemakers can only be peacemakers, and you can only be at peace when Jesus is with you. And Jesus is the one leading you. And peace is only found through the Prince of Peace. In today's world, people say, peace at any cost. And even the church will do that. Peace at any cost. Growth at any cost. Even if it means that I'm going to dilute what is 
purely in the word of God. Numbers at any cost. Well, I don't want to offend that group, so I'll go a little soft on it. I don't want to offend anyone, so I'll go soft on the law. In fact, I won't even preach law. I'll just preach gospel. We'll have dessert all the time. But the law you've just been handed right here through these blessings that, they, that we have, without Jesus, we don't meet this. And Paul said it perfectly, but one more thing. Blessed are those who are per- persecuted because of righteousness. Oh yeah, gee, sign me up. But you are, you have been, and you will be persecuted because you are here today. And because you've made a stand. I did? Well, yes, you did. In your baptism, there was a stand that you made. I am sealed by the Holy Spirit now, marked by the cross. Through what he did on that cross for me, I have been given the power to be called a child of God. Guess what? As they used to say, welcome to the NFL, because it's going to get rough, Christian. People talk about the tribulation. Pastor, when's the tribulation coming? And I say this, you know, I, I think we're already in it. In fact, I think it happened, if not before, but definitely the day that Jesus was born. In fact, we're going to be celebrating with expectancy the Advent season, and I owe you some paperwork, but the Advent season coming along, expectancy of how wonderful this birth is going to be. But guess what? With that birth, oh boy, Satan, the other team, and his his demons, woo, tribulation. And he's going after all those that are sealed. And in a revelation, people go, oh, there's a mark. Yeah, there's a mark. 666 or whatever it's going to look like on their foreheads, no trading, all that. But guess what? The righteous have been sealed too in their baptism. You are sealed. You are part of the tribulation. And apart from Christ, you would be hopeless. However, Let me go through this list one more time. Here are the blessings that you already experienced. These are yours. Maybe even write them down somewhere. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. Yours is the fact that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is going to comfort you. Yours is that you will inherit the earth. Yours is that you will be filled Your blessing is that you will have mercy shown to you. Your blessing is for you will see God. Your blessing coming is for you will be called the children of God. Guess what? You already are. Your blessing is, even though through persecution, yours is the kingdom of heaven. You have inherited Through what he did for you, through your baptism, through word and sacrament, you have inherited heaven. You have been adopted by the king. You are the king's kids. So welcome to the family. If somebody hasn't already said that, you're in. You're in. Yeah, but (coughs) sometimes I seek retribution. (laughs) I don't look for peace. Yeah, I know. 
me too. Yeah, but I'm not meek. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, but I'm not always thirsting for righteousness or in the word. Yeah, you know what? Your pastor needs to do better than that too. But thank God that we live under grace and not that law. Thank God that he knew how exactly you would be and loved you anyway. Thank God that he knew that you would miss the mark. And yet, he sent his son to make sure that you finish that race. And finally, Jesus closes this with, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. It's not an easy life, the walk of the Christian man and woman. But it's the only life that you will be rewarded by grace that you will be rewarded by salvation and be with him forever and ever. Amen. It's okay to feel like you're missing the mark. Those that have been uh, written in our scripture, Paul among them said, Oh, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this body of death? And his answer is, thanks be to God for Jesus, that lamb that took the sin of the world. That lamb that took my sin and your sin. And so finally, I want to leave you with this. A prayer. Some time ago, um, Laurel, I think it was you, you gave me um, the prayer of Jabez. Yeah, I, I have that. And um, I keep everything that you give me, you people here. I mean, I, you go, has anyone seen my office? Yeah, it, it, you know, kind of messy and I got stuff all over the walls. But I know where every one of those things came from and I look at it and I remember Hayden. And I remember all of these beautiful pictures that you and your cousins have drawn for me. I have a glass cross that um, was brought to me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Allie. For my beautiful, I forget the glass it's called, but it's Italian, right? Yeah. It's gorgeous. And I have a bobblehead, Martin and Katie. And I have pictures that were in people's, in their, in their parents' uh, rooms and stuff, uh, the, the paintings and beautiful stuff. I have tea that will um, take away my desire, Carol, to smoke. I have all these wonderful reminders. So I looked at one of them the other day, and it was a prayer of Jabez. And so it was a gift to me, and I want to give this gift to you. And here it is. Jabez. His name <laughs> means pain. I would add pain in the, but I can't because I, you know, it wouldn't be the right thing for him to, for me to say. But his mother named him Jabez because she bore him in pain. And Jabez called on God, the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed 
and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Christian, when you and I pray that, we're not asking for a bigger house or we're, we're asking for him to use us powerfully and increase what we've been given. That we would be mindful of the beatitudes, those blessings that we already have. That we would go out and, 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 and be the hands and feet of Jesus like that. And the other part I like about it, because I've said the same thing, is I don't want to hurt anybody. Through my preaching, through my action, through my words, I don't want to hurt anybody. And the other part I like about it that's in there, oh, Lord, help me get out of your way. Because your way is good. My way just messes things up. And lastly, let me not cause pain. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let us now confess our faith to the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. And on the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray to the Lord for the whole church throughout the world and for all people in need. Holy Father, we praise you and give you glory for the comfort, hope, and inspiration of today's readings. We rejoice in you, our maker. May your praise ever be in our minds, our hearts, and our mouths. We thank you for the great love you have lavished on all of your children. We praise and thank you for sending your precious son to shepherd and teach your words as in the Beatitudes we heard today. And beyond that, he also lived what he preached to the very letter in order to save sinners like us. Lord, in your mercy. Gracious Father, we pray for the baptized, that united with Christ in his death, we may daily die to sin and rise with him, set free from the dominion of sin and death. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the nations of the world still in darkness, that the Spirit would bring them life and light through the preaching of the Gospels and call them to the waters of the new creation. Lord, in your mercy. For those who serve in the office of the ministry, that all their preaching and teaching may faithfully point to the mightier one with zeal as the great cloud of witnesses we find in scripture and in our own lifetime. Lord, in your mercy, for all who make and minister and judge the laws of our land, that they be given wisdom, integrity, and honor to serve according to God's goodwill. Lord, in your mercy, for the lonely and homebound, the grieving and dying, and all who are afflicted in body, soul, mind, or spirit, and especially those we name out loud are in the silence of our heart now. May Christ be their companion in solitude, their comfort in sorrow, their health in sickness, and their life in death. Lord, in your mercy. For all who will protect today of Holy Communion, that they may be given grace to approach the altar with humility and faith, and so be strengthened by the Savior's body and blood to live as children of the day. Lord, in your mercy. For the faithful departed who rest now in Christ, let us give God our thanks and praise and ask him to grant us our portion with the saints in light on the joyous day of Christ's appearing. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord, 
who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you all. Let us now share the peace. Please pray with me. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, maker of all things. Through your goodness you have blessed us with these gifts. With them we offer ourselves to your service and dedicate our lives to the care and redemption of all that you have made for the sake of him who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you, O Lord, Holy Father, through Christ our Lord. In the blessedness of your saints, you have given us a glorious pledge of the hope of our calling that moved by their witness and supported by their fellowship, we may run with perseverance the race that is set before us. And with them, we shall receive the unfading crown of glory. And so, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of their glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took the bread and he gave thanks and then he broke it, giving it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And again, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks. And then he gave it to his disciples saying, take and drink. This is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. For we know that as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup, we proclaim Christ's death, his resurrection, 
and his glorious coming again. Let us now pray together the perfect prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you who have been called. Blessed are you who have responded to the gospel. Blessed are you who are about to come to this table and partake in the body and the blood of our Lord and Savior. You may be seated, and the ushers will bring you forward.
in this time, it's hard to recognize and to see our blessings for some of us harder than for others. The saints that went before us that we celebrate today, those loved ones who have gone and, and received that admonition, which is, well done, good and faithful servant, is ours to come to. And in the meantime, hoping not to commingle law and gospel, but in the meantime, we who have been blessed can go out and splash a little living, hope-filled water on those that are around us that need it. May we do that. And now the blessing and the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you his perfect peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. In Christ alone. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled, when striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless babe. This gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save. Till on that cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied, for every sin on him was laid. Here in the death of Christ I live. There in the ground his body lay, light of the world by darkness slain. Then bursting forth in glorious day, up from the grave he rose again and as he stands in victory since curse has lost its grip on me for i am his and he is mine bought with the precious blood of christ no guilt in life no fear in death this is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. No power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand.
until he returns or calls me home. Here in the power of Christ, I'll stand. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled, when striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. <laughs> 